Rila tossed in the narrow bed, trying to bring herself to consciousness, to shake off her nightmare. She reached a plateau of awareness, where she could satisfy herself that it had just been a dream, and began sinking back into sleep when an odd sound began penetrating her semi-consciousness. A part of her mind strained to isolate the sound, to categorize it. It seemed to be low and high-pitched at the same time, loud and soft, at once enticing and deeply frightening. She sat up in bed, fully awake. No. It was definitely getting louder, and seemed to be coming from the ficus which she had placed over by the windowsill. She clapped both hands over her ears. Somebody was on the fire escape. As she looked, a man's foot and leg up to the hip appeared, framed in the open window. She watched, horrified, as the other leg swung into view. Then the disembodied legs took several steps along the fire escape in the direction of the open window closest to Rila's bed. Rila screamed once, and ran to the corner of the room furthest away from the fire escape, whimpering and flattening herself against the wall as far as possible, while the feet and legs of the man on the fire escape stopped in front of the second window, stood still. She ran to the door and found it locked. She had locked it herself from the inside before going to bed, and struggled with the ancient keyhole and skeleton key, straining against the door with all her might, until the key finally clicked into place and she burst into the brightly lit hall. Doors all along the hallway stood ajar. Startled faces peered out of darkened rooms. There was a low murmur of talk in Spanish. A woman in a tattered bathrobe and curlers said something to Rila that she couldn't understand. Rila dragged her gaze back into the room. A strong gust of wind sucked in the gauzy curtains and blew them open again. The fire escape was empty. It was nothing, she stammered out to the sleep-lined faces in the hallway. It was just a dream. A bad dream. People began shaking their heads and moving back into their rooms. Screams in the middle of the night were not an altogether uncommon experience at the Plaza Americas. Rila crossed the room quickly, shut and locked both windows. Only then did she shut and lock the doors, first taking a final look out into the hallway. All the doors on either side of the hall were shut tight. She spent the rest of the night sitting in bed bolt upright, her eyes trained, straining wide open upon the fire escape. At dawn, she fell into deep sleep, one without dreams.